following program is recorded content created by the Truth Network. It's Matt Slick Live. Matt is the founder and president of the Christian Apologetics Research Ministry, found online at karm.org. When you have questions about Bible doctrines, turn to Matt Slick Live for answers. Taking your calls and responding to your questions at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. All right, buddy. I think we are on the air right now. We had a little bit of a technical problem, and uh, don't know if you guys can hear me, so we'll get some feedback here pretty quickly, and I do hope that uh, you guys can hear me. I can't hear anybody, and uh, even our producer did a sound check. I wasn't able to hear him when he was talking, so I am not sure uh, what the situation is. So if we get someone to call in, even if it's just a test, to see if I can hear him online, that would be helpful, and uh, we'll just see. So, uh, all the issues with the station, tech issue with the station, okay, we'll see. So, I don't know if you guys can hear me or not, uh, you, I am, <laughs> okay, I'm on the air, that's good. All right, all right, I may think someone calling, calling me to do a test. You know, this stuff happens every now and then, and that's okay. So, uh, I'll tell you, my schedule's pretty busy, and uh, I'm working on a doctorate degree now, and um, just started that, so i got two, three, four years of that coming. And what's going to happen uh, is uh, on Mondays, I'll do the first half of the radio show, and then the last half on a Monday will be pre-recorded. That's what we've decided we're going to do. And that's uh, because I have to be online in a certain class uh, on a weekly basis. So on Mondays is when it is. But, you know, Tuesday, Thursday, uh, excuse me, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday will be normal. shouldn't be any problem at all. All right. So... Uh, you guys, they say they hear me, but I don't know if I can hear any callers coming in. Uh, so YouTube, <laughs> YouTube thinks it's spam. So I don't know. If we can't get any callers, maybe we could just uh, put something on. Maybe they can test. They can, they can uh, let me know what's going on. All right. So as uh, as many of you know, I went to, uh, with two guys, uh, Scott and Dave, went to the, uh, the general conference at uh, Salt Lake City. And drove down there on a Friday, drove back on a Sunday. Um, and, uh, you know, I was thinking about uh, about the issue of Mormonism. And I know that there's a lot of Mormons who listen to me and other stuff on the Christian stations. And I know that a lot of Mormons, when they hear us say that, uh, that Mormons aren't Christians, they just roll their eyes and say, of course, we are. We believe in the same Jesus of the Bible you do. But you've got to ask yourself a question. Why would we continue to say that you don't? That's a question you should ask yourself, and it's a question you should answer. Because to say that you believe in the same uh, Jesus of the Bible as we do doesn't mean it's so. Because the Jehovah's Witnesses teach the same thing. They say, well, we believe in the Jesus of the Bible, but they believe that Jesus is Michael the Archangel who became a man. And they say, we believe in the Jesus of the Bible. And they quote, they say, he walked here, he ate there. And the Mormons, you know, they'll say that uh, Jesus of the Bible is the one they believe in. He walked on Jerusalem. But what they don't realize is they deny who he is. And the reason they do that is because they deny the true God. They deny that there's only one God in all existence, all place, and all time. Because Mormonism teaches there's many gods. And that we can become gods. And so uh, there's just a lot of problems here in that kind of a theological perspective. Now, we got a caller. I want to jump over because I want to see if uh, we can do a test and see if I can hear the caller. So here we go. Joanne, welcome. You're on the air. 
Oh, food. I was going to say anonymous. Okay. That is not so good. Why is it I don't hear anybody? Okay, so, so you're not on. hearing. Do a little bit of a something else. That's testing. And uh, it is not working. Yep, it is not working. So I don't know why. I could try this, though. I could try it. No, that wouldn't work. Wouldn't make any difference. Nope, I can't hear anybody. So I don't know what the tech people are on that were on the air. Callers can hear me. Well, they can hear me, but I can't hear them. So the only thing we could do is, uh, if you want to, you want me to continue on air here, then I would suggest instead of calling in because we got a tech problem, we could try something after the break. Maybe I'll try to reboot the Comrex again and just see if that reconnects properly. But um, what I could, sug- what I would suggest, and you could even try Access Two if you guys want to try that on the on our side, Access Two instead of Access One. They know what I'm talking about when I say that. So we can try Matt, that. Can Let you me know hear? in the chat text there. But if you have a question or a comment and you would like me to address it on the air, just email me at info at carm.org, info at C-A-R-M dot O-R-G, and just put in a radio question or radio comment or something like that, and I can get to those. In the, in the meantime, what I can do is just kind of go through some questions and some stuff. But I want to get back to the issue of uh, the Mormons. I, I, my heart breaks for the Mormons. Because you think, if you're listening and you're a Mormon, you think you're you're, you're basically a good person. You're believing in the restored gospel. Joseph Smith was a true uh, prophet. You have a testimony of the Book of Abraham, Book of Abraham, the Book of Mormon. Um, you believe in uh, Jesus, in God the Father, and you know you have a nice family life, and people are nice and all that. Well, let me just say this, and I'm going to explain it. If that's the case, you're on your way to hell. And people say, well, you can't say that. That's ridiculous. I say, yes, I can. You see, if, like, for example, the Jehovah's Witnesses say that that, that um, Jesus is an angel who became a man, they say that's who Jesus is, the same one that walked in Jerusalem, you'd say, well, that's not the Jesus of the Bible. Because Jesus of the Bible is not Michael the archangel who became a man. It's not who that is. And so you'd say, well, but and if a J-Dub, a Jehovah's Witness, came up to you and said, no, they believe in the same Jesus that you do, and they said, but he's Michael the Archangel, you'd say, no, you don't believe in the same Jesus. Likewise, we Christians, we believe and teach out of the Bible that there is only one God, not many gods, as Mormonism teaches, and that Jesus is second person of the Trinity. Now, in Mormonism, the Trinity is three separate gods, we don't teach that. That's not what the Bible teaches, three separate gods, and one of the gods became a, a man, Jesus. No, that's not what we teach, and that's not what the Bible teaches. And so it's not the same Jesus. Now, now, here's a question. If you are praying to a false god, well, then, is the true God going to answer you? If you believe that... God used to be an exalted man, or he was an exalted man who used to live on another world. And that's who you're praying to. Well, that's not the God of the Bible. That's a creation of somebody else. That's not a, an actuality. Just like saying the Jehovah's Witness Jesus is uh, Michael the Archangel, or the Jesus of, um, 
of uh, Christian Science, you know, which says in, in Missile in uh, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, page twenty-five, line eight, it says the material blood of Jesus was no more efficacious to cleanse from sin when it was shed upon the accursed tree than when it was going through his uh, veins as he was going about uh, doing his uh, his father's business. So they denied the the atonement. Now Mormons don't deny the atonement. Of course, they really do because they say it started in the Garden of Gethsemane when he sweat blood. And that's not the atonement. That's not where he bore a sin. So it could not be an atonement. So, you see, people have, they can say they believe in the same thing you do. And you can say you believe in the same thing that we do. And you don't. And, and you know, I'd like to say, you know, if you have a bowling ball and a, and a basketball, are they the same thing? Well, no. It's like saying, well, they're both round. So I believe in the same thing, don't we? No, they're different. They have roundness, and about roughly the same size, depending. Well, basketball's bigger, but you know, it's they're just they're not the same. And by the definition of what they are, and so in Mormonism, this is why I say to people who are Mormons, I say you don't believe in, a, in a, the, the true God because you believe in an exalted man who's from another world, and he could have been a sinner on another planet. Now, technically, that makes him an alien. Okay. And he has a goddess wife. And Mormons like the idea of, of uh, eternal families. Well, they like that idea, so therefore that's the truth. I want to be with my spouse and have my family relationships for the rest of eternity. I like that, and that's what we have in Mormonism. Why would I want to give it up? Well, because you won't be with them in hell, that's why. Because it's just not true. See, just because people feel something is good, feel as though it makes sense to them, it doesn't mean it is true. It doesn't mean you ought to believe it. You ought to believe what's in the Bible. Now, what is the, what's the Mormon Church do? Well, the Bible is correct insofar as it's correctly translated, you know, the eighth, eighth article. So, in other words, eh, the Bible is not really that true. And that reminds me, back in San Diego, I, was, uh, I, I went to a, a meeting. I saw a flyer where the the LDS church in that area of San Diego, northern San Diego County, was uh, going to have a big meeting at a home up in the hills. And it was a really nice home. I went to it. And this guy in a really nice suit who was uh, well, uh, you know, well manicured and spoke well, uh, talked about the Bible and how they love the Bible and talked about Jesus, how they love Jesus and everything. I was sitting there listening to him, knowing Mormonism, knowing that this guy was not being straight with people. And, you know, we love the Bible. We love the Savior. We love this. We love that. The Bible's good. You know. And he's trying to get people who believe in the Bible to come into Mormonism so that you then go to the Book of Mormon. Anyway, and I know it was deceptive. And so... Uh, afterwards, I went up to this guy, and I, I was very polite. And I said, uh, you know, I really enjoyed what you had to say. I didn't enjoy it for the reason he thinks I might have enjoyed it. But I said, I enjoyed it, because, you know, I, I like heresy. And uh, I said, I noticed you were referencing the Bible. He's smiling. You know, he says, yes. And I said, but uh, the Bible says there's only one God in all existence, all place, and all time. And he said, the Bible's got problems, it's got contradictions. He suddenly switched, and it actually caught me off guard. I wasn't expect his facial expression to change as much as it did, and then the attack on the Word of God to take place. And that was proof to me that this guy was a deceiver, because he wanted to use the Bible when it suited him, but when it didn't, then he got hostile. Now that's deception. That's deception on yourself, on his self, 
And when he does that to others, that's deception. Now, the thing is, you know, um, uh, the enemy of the gospel wants to deceive people. And he will use your feelings. He will use your church. And this goes for Protestantism as well. We've got to be careful that we don't think that because we're Protestants, we're okay, and that we have, have it all together, because we don't. We don't. But uh, we do at least believe in the true God, the Trinitarian God, not the three gods of Mormonism. We believe Jesus Christ is second person of the Trinity, not one of the three gods that became a man. We believe in the atonement that occurred on the cross, not the Garden of Gethsemane. And no, we don't believe that and teach that you can become gods because the Bible says you can't. You go to Isaiah 43.10, no gods formed form before him and there will be no gods formed after him. That's what God says. And then you know what the Mormons do with that? Oh, that means of this world. And uh, that's not what the Bible says. You know, so they change the word of God. We, they change the word of God. Um, ooh, ooh, we just had a caller. Oh, I wish we could have talked to that person. She wanted me to tell you that you are the most judgmental, narcissistic preacher that she's ever heard. Dang, I want her to call back. I would love to hear that. I really would. And so, by the way, uh, let me know when the break is on, because I can't hear the music, so just let me know, you know, like 30 seconds. To, I'll watch the text here. I know we're about ready for break right about now. And you can let me know if we're on, on or off the air. And then um, I'll just reboot the Comrex, and then we'll, I'll go on to, to uh, Access 2. Okay, sounds good, and uh, we'll give it a shot. So we'll just see what happens here. So that they let me know. So uh, you know, I always like when people like that. Uh, that's a good hate mail. Okay, I wish you'd email it to me because I'd love that. Um, we're on break now. Okay, great. I'm gonna reboot the complex. So here we go. Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. We got it solved. We went to a different channel, and now I hear the callers. I hear the music. I hear everything. So if you want to give me a call, please do. And I really do hope, seriously, that the woman who said that I was the most, I'm going to read this because I really like this, um, most judgmental, narcissistic preacher that she's ever heard. Hey, please, please call me up and uh, tell me that, because I would like to hear that. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, thanks for putting that up there. Uh, the Bridge Paul Tour. So we're going to be going to uh, three co countries next year in April. We're going to be going to the Footsteps of Paul. We're going to be going to Turkey, see the seven churches of Revelation. That's going to be awesome. Go see uh, Ephesus. I believe we're going to see the seven churches. I did it last time I was there. Then we're going to go to, to uh, Greece and... Uh, uh, and uh, then let's see. After that, after Greece, I'm going to go to. We're going we're to go to Italy. I mean, it's going to be awesome. Now it's expensive. I'm going to tell you. But if you want to go, you have to go to a Bridge Paul Tour. All one word: B R I D G E. The Bridge Paul Tour. Just Bridge Paul Tour. And if you want more information, you can always email me, and I can send the, the information to you too. All right, let's get on the air with. Uh, let's get to Sam. Um, from Las Vegas. Hey, Sam, welcome. You're on the air, buddy. What do you got? Hi, Matt. How you doing? Doing fine. 
Doing fine. So what do you good, got? Good, good. Hi. Uh, so we were talking about baptism yesterday, and uh, yeah. I quoted a wrong verse yesterday. Uh, was I quoted Acts 10 when I was talking about uh, the rebaptizing when the people that was baptized and the baptism of John. It was actually on Acts 19. And okay. um, and okay. I was watching verse, uh, our talk. Uh, what verse? What verse in chapter 19? It says they were okay. rebaptized. Just curious. Um, Let me see. No problem. It's uh, mm-hmm. from verse 2. Mm-hmm. And he said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? They said, No. We've only either heard there is a Holy Spirit. Okay. He said, Into what? Then when you yes, baptize, said, John's baptism. Yeah. Paul said, John baptized yes. the baptism of repentance, telling people to believe in, in him who's coming after him, that he's in Jesus. When they heard us, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Okay, good. Yeah. Go. See? Yes. Okay. And, uh, yes, that's the, I, I quoted the wrong chapter. I wanted to correct myself. All right. And um, also, when we were talking about the gift of the Holy Spirit, Mm-hmm. What you were telling me on Acts 2, that was the gift of the Holy Spirit, like them speaking in tongues. I agree with that, and I say the wrong thing. I say that, um, uh, that's not the only way you receive the Holy Spirit. I meant to say that's not the only gift, because in First uh, uh, Corinthians chapter 12, it lists like eight, nine of them, like knowledge, wisdom, healing, miracles. So I want to I want to correct myself on that. Good. So that that's what I mean. There's like a lot of it's okay. Yeah, but to receive the Holy Spirit, like um, I believe that you, yeah, that's okay. the proof when you speak in tongues. That's the proof of you speaking uh, receiving the Holy no, no, Spirit. No, 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 no. It's not proof that you're speaking in the Holy Spirit because it's one of the evidences of speaking in tongues. And not everybody speaks in tongues. Not everybody has a word of knowledge, etc. It's just one of the things, okay? That's all. Okay? Now, okay, so... Okay, go ahead. Well, you're okay, the one who's um, teaching a false doctrine, so <laughs> no, I, I thought, no, I'm not teaching false doctrine. I thought I cut you off. I didn't yeah, want to you cut you off. Um, it's all right. I'm not. Uh, it's in the Bible. Like, baptism is necessary. So how is it that... Um, Where's it say it's necessary? That's baptism. Where's it say baptism is no, necessary? No, I didn't say Bible says that. Bible teaches it is necessary. It doesn't say it word Good. for word. It is necessary, but it shows Show it in the scriptures. Show me where. Uh, for example, Jesus said to baptize uh, the apostles every time when they preached, and then the people, when they accept that Jesus Christ is the Son of mm-hmm. God. They got baptized okay. in the name of Jesus. Yeah, but but that doesn't mean it's necessary. They just got baptized. That's all it's saying. You say it's necessary. Why You're would, saying you have to be would, baptized in order to, to be saved, saved. The Bible doesn't teach that. Yeah, why would they baptize them? Okay, that's my question. Why would they keep good, baptizing good question. over and over again? Because, because baptism is a covenant sign, a, a representation of the new birth, of what's going on. It's a public identification. And furthermore, if you look at the Old Testament and you do some examination of it, you'll see that objects and people that were anointed for holy use, the element was applied to the person. The water, the blood, the oil, 
these various things were applied to the instruments in the temple in the tabernacle they would be uh, the sick are anointed with oil there's an element of something that's applied to the person and so I know where I'm going with this so hold on Jesus was baptized right but he was baptized according to the Old Testament law and and to fulfill that he had to be sprinkled I can show you that in Wait, it's not it's not sprinkled. He yes, it is. Was baptized fully underwater. No, he wasn't. He was baptized by sprinkling. Okay. And you want to know why? How I know? Because it says in Matthew three fifteen. I'll show you. Take a little Bible study here. It says here, and Jesus said to him, because you know John the Baptist said, "Hey, you got to baptize me," and Jesus said, "Permitted at this time, for in this way it is fitting for us to fulfill." All righteousness. What does it mean to fulfill yeah. all righteousness? Fulfill what? What righteousness was he trying to fulfill that Jesus would, had to do? What was it? Well, do you know? Are you telling me? Well, I'm just asking. Do you know? Okay. I guess you don't. Okay, I do not. Okay. So, if you go to the Old Testament and you search for the things that happened when Jesus was there being baptized Jesus came up immediately out from the water doesn't mean he's immersed he just came was in the water and I can prove that okay from Acts at chapter 8 I can prove that but uh, that that it doesn't Wait, necessitate Matt. immersion okay, I can't but that's another thing Before you go to- but it says he says that behold the heavens opened up and he saw the Spirit of God descending on the dove and lighting on him and behold a voice out of heaven said this is my beloved son whom I'm well pleased right so we have in here and in the other parts of the gospels so the holy spirit came upon jesus that means he was anointed he was set apart and anointed by the holy spirit also a verbal blessing given this is my beloved son whom i'm well pleased he had to be 30 years of age in order to start the priesthood because jesus is a high priest after the order of melchizedek hebrews 620 hebrews 725 He's a high priest. That's what the Bible says. If you go to Numbers chapter 4, uh, Leviticus chapter 8, Exodus 29, you'll see in those chapters what's required for a man to enter into the priesthood, that office of priesthood. He had to be 30 years of age, had to be anointed with oil, that represents the Holy Spirit, a verbal blessing given. And when you go to Numbers 8-7, it says the priest was to be sprinkled with water. And it specifically says sprinkled with water. So what I did was, well, I went, wait, uh, well, hold on, well, hold on, get a break. Okay, and I look, okay. I'll tell you this, I looked at every single instance of water in relationship to that, and none of it was by immersion in relationship to the priesthood. None of it. Hold on, we'll be right back after these messages. Please stay tuned. Matt Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. Let's get back on with Sam. Are you still there? Yes, sir. Okay. So I made a case that according to the law, Jesus had to be sprinkled to enter into the priesthood. Okay. But uh, from the verse that uh, you quoted... Uh, after it says uh, fulfilling all the righteousness, it says 
Then he allowed him, when he had baptized, when he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water. How is that twinkling? It shows that he came up from the water. Mm -hmm. Yep. Two things. One, that's not twinkling. No, he wants you to walk out to his ankles and uh, or his, his thighs or whatever. And then John the Baptist could have taken a hyssop branch, which was often used for this purpose in water, dipped it in that water right there, and then sprinkled it upon him. And then another option no. is that, yes, it's true. Let me explain something. It's another option is that the water, he put it, cupped his hands and poured water over him. And I can explain that from another perspective. But hold on, here, listen to this. This is when Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch met in Acts chapter 8. And, you know, hey, get baptized, right? What prevents you from getting baptized? And it says he ordered the chariot to stop. They both went down into the water when they had come up out of the water. Wait a minute, does that mean both were baptized? They both went into the water. They both came out of the water. It says they both came up out of the water, but it also says they both went into the water. Were they both immersed? Philip Obviously. had to go to the water with him. Like okay. I, I would imagine, Philip was like halfway in the water, like up to his waist when he's like baptizing. Okay, so they were both in the water. So then, they, then baptism yeah. doesn't necessitate that necessarily mean that it's immersion, does it? Here's something else you don't, yes, you're not aware of because your your group right. doesn't teach theology, doesn't teach the Bible. Okay, when you go to no, Hebrews do, nine. I'll show you something. When you go to Hebrews 9, verse 10, or is it 10, 9? No, it's it's 9, verse 10. Since they relate only to food, drink, and various washings, regulations for the body imposed until a time of reformation, you should study this. You should study Hebrews chapter 9, but particularly verse 10. The word washings is baptismas, baptisms. In the context, yes, it is. I'm looking at it. The cognate form. Does it say baptize or washing? No, the Greek word baptismois. It's the dative plural of the form of the word. But then, but then, if you say that, we go into we go into saying like you have to know like Greek or something like. I'm just telling you what it is. Don't don't give me this excuse that we can't. Don't give me this excuse. You can't understand it. No, they did it all the time. Look, you can't understand it. Greek, right? You know, Greek. Look, it, it read the English. No, no, no. Look, think. I'm trying to tell you. The word there in Greek is baptismos. That's what it is. Look at the context, and you'll see that the context of what it's talking about is sprinkling. You'll see it right there. Anybody, go check it out on your own. You'll see it. Does it taste? There is no indication in the Bible they sprinkled water. Is baptizing and baptizing is you go fully underwater and then you come up. Who told you that? Where'd you get that in the Bible? I read it in the Bible when Jesus was baptized, for example. Show me where. Show me where it says they were. Just, they were totally immersed. Or you, oh, if that's the case, I could make the same case for you. Show me where it says they were sprinkled. I went to uh, Numbers eight seven as it talked about Jesus had to fulfill the law, had to fulfill the righteousness in Numbers in Matthew three fifteen. And I also gave question. you, I also gave you Romans, uh, excuse me, Leviticus eight, Numbers four, Exodus twenty nine. Those are the chapters that demonstrate what a priest needed to do, a man needed to do in enter into the priesthood. And one of the requirements was being sprinkled. Numbers eight verse seven. This is a requirement because Jesus was still under the Old Testament covenant, the Old Testament law. 
yes. at that time. And so yes. he had to fulfill okay, that law. Agree and that's that. where it says that. So I'm showing you right there. No, okay. We, okay, we agree on that. But you asked me specifically to show you where it says you have to be like fully underwater and come up. And I asked you, we could apply the same thing for sprinkling. But Look, uh, given I, I examples you. in the Bible, they indicate you have to be baptized. Baptism, you have to be underwater. Show me where it says you have to be underwater. Look, lots of people all, make this mistake. One, all, it's just tradition one, people are holding for to. For example, when Jesus, he, he went on, like when he baptized them, it says mm-hmm. immediately Jesus came up from the water. Yeah. He did not so could, walk yeah. out of the water. Like he did not walk yeah, saying that he came up from yeah, the out of the water. That's right. right, because he was up to say yeah. he was up to his knees or his ankles or his hips. So doesn't mean he's immersed. Yeah. So you do not. Do you mean then you do not come up from the water? Then you get out of the water, dude. Dude, you walk, like you walk dude. away, you get out. In Acts chapter eight, the last six verses. Just check it out. The Ethiopian eunuch and Philip went into the water. And one baptized the other, and then they both came up out of yes. the water. If you want to say come up out of the water means they were immersed, then Philip was immersed with the Ethiopian eunuch. It doesn't work. Yes, but he he went like I would. This is just my imagination, like thinking yeah. they have a. They saw water. He say there's a water. Then who can like stop me from being baptized? He say if you believe. Uh, Jesus is the Son yeah. of God. You can be baptized, and they went in the water, and then he baptized. Tell you what, I tell you what, I'm gonna give you a homework assignment. Okay, when it says all of Judea and Samaria were coming out to be baptized, all of Jerusalem and Samaria were coming out to be uh, uh, baptized by uh, John. How long was he baptizing? Do an estimate of how many people. I've done this on math. Do an estimate. How many? How many people were living at that time in that place? And it says all of Jerusalem, okay, all the, and it gives and all of Judea were coming out to be baptized. All. Now, we know not yes. we know it's not every hundred every single individual, but it certainly yes. is a lot. So if there was a million there, and let's just say all, let's just say ten percent, let's just say a hundred thousand people came out to be baptized. That's not even all. That's way underneath the idea of all. Well, then, okay, how long was he baptizing? Do research on that. And then see, and then just do, do exercise. Do just him baptizing and do two, two of his disciples with him. Three, four, five. See how many, to- how many people he had to baptize per day. And you'll find out it's got to be like hundreds a day. It's not possible. Because you I've been to the Jordan River. A day. You, thousands of day. There's a problem. I've been to the Jordan River. And I've been I've touched it. I've been in it, okay? It's cold. If you're gonna go out and you're gonna stand in the Jordan River up to your waist, let's say, so that you can baptize someone by immersion. You can do that. But the thing is, the water's cold. You're gonna get hypothermia because you have to be out there for ten to twelve hours at a time. And if you're dropping someone down into the water, they weigh 100 pounds going out, their clothes are on, they weigh 101, 102 coming up. How many? How, how long can you do this before your back gives out? And then you have hypothermia from the cold water you're standing in. 
And when I was baptized by Chuck Smith in the ocean in Southern California, and it's Southern California, the water's not cold. He had to wear a wetsuit to stay out there for f- three or four hours because it, you get hypothermia. Now, are you saying that John the Baptist was doing this every single day, baptizing thousands of people a day, standing out there, dipping them in water, and raising them up? Then That's not going to work mathematically. Just like the 3,000 in the upper room. In the upper room, if 12 disciples, they don't say how many, just do the math. If 12 disciples baptize 3,000 in an upper room, which is basically impossible, I'll tell you why, but that comes down to for eight hours. I just picked eight hours. That means once baptism every two minutes and 20 seconds, roughly. For eight hours, one after the other. Well, Water weighs 8.3 pounds per gallon. How many gallons do you have to put upstairs in a place in order to baptize 3,000 people? And if you only have one font, then you can't do 12 at once. You can only do one at a time, and it has to be like one every 30 seconds. Or one every, I think it's 15 seconds. You've got to do some thinking about this and stop just believing what people tell you. No, Especially I, some guy named Stuck no, on the Radio. No, what people told me. It's what I read in the Bible. You didn't <laughs> read that in the Bible that, that, that is immersed? Yes, Acts no. 2.38. They no, it doesn't say that. It doesn't it say doesn't sprinkle s- them. Yes, 3,000 the 12 disciples baptized. It, it doesn't, doesn't say, say It does not say immersion there. It also doesn't say sprinkled, though. Exactly. And if you can't say it's sprinkled, you can't say it's immersion. Do your homework. Why was Jesus sprinkled according to the law? And that's called baptism. But Furthermore, the just, Holy Spirit just, is always poured. The Holy Spirit is always poured. You can go to, just look, Holy Spirit poured. Go to my website, you can look up the phrase. And you know what? Jesus baptized with the Holy Spirit, which means the Holy Spirit had to be poured on you, and that's referred to baptism. Hey man, we got callers waiting. We got a break going, so we're going to get to them after. I know I talked a lot. Call back tomorrow, do your homework, and we'll talk some more. Okay, folks, we'll be right back after these messages. Sure. Please, yeah, please, <laughs> please stay tuned. It's Matt Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. Let's get to our Orlando from High Point, North Carolina. Welcome. You're on the air. Hey, how you doing, Matt? Doing okay, just battling heresies. What do you got, man? What's up? You're you, you not going to get across the other guy, man. That guy is... Uh, He's got it set up. He, somebody told him that that way he's not going to change. Generally, you're right. Um, it often takes, uh, on average, statistically, about two years for someone to come out of a cult. Or if they're traumatized by something in the cult, then they, they often leave. And so, particularly with people like who are in the oneness group who teach baptism necessary, and they don't even realize that the the arguments they used have no merit. They just think they do, and they argue from that perspective, and I undermine them. So, you know, we'll just see what happens. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. yeah but, but sometimes even the people in the church, they've been taught wrong, so Absolutely. they believe whatever they've been taught. That's true. And they actually believe in the right way. Um, we could talk about that. So, <laughs> you got a question? Yeah, yeah, no, but, uh, okay, up? my question, my question deals with tabernacles. Tabernacles, okay. 
That's what they're celebrating in Israel right now. Who's they? The Jews. They don't have a tabernacle right now. They don't have a temple. I know, but they they build their tabernacle, Sukkoth. Okay, I didn't quite understand what you said. They build or built, present tense or past tense? Are they built uh, present tense. They're building their, their, their on their houses, outside their houses. What are they putting on the outside their houses? Something where they stay a whole week. Somewhere that they can live outside their house for a week. Oh, oh! I know what you mean. Okay, it's part of the traditions and things like that. They'll sometimes do, um, do an imitation of what it was in the wilderness back in the day. And in the wilderness, might, exactly. Know, little, yeah, little. They call them little tabernacles and things like that. Yes, but they don't have sacrifices offered in them. It's like a little tent. And sometimes the families, you know, go up with the kids and do that kind of thing. Okay, gotcha. So what about it? Okay, now people teach that. A lot of people teach that. Jesus was born on tabernacle because, you know, God tabernacle with us. That's what they say. Jesus, but it, it is impossible what? that Jesus could have been born in tabernacles or in Sukkoth. He was born in, in Bethlehem in a cave, you know. Yeah. I know. So. But but he wasn't doing tabernacles. Okay. He wasn't doing the Feast of Tabernacles. Well, we, well wasn't doing or during 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 okay that he was born Whew. okay so what, you have a question just what's your question just curious yeah was he born on tabernacles or was he born on the first of nissan because i believe oh. that he was born on the first of nissan i don't know when he was born there's different uh, theories i i, I kind of lean towards april uh, yeah me too age. april it would be like april uh, well, Nissan one will fall between March and and, and April. Right. Uh, I mean, if you do a little investigating, you will, you know, with twelve uh, Exodus twelve, you know, take a lamp and you know, and mm -hmm. and uh, one year old lamb. So he was born doing there in order to be one year. So there's right. a little investigation that we can do in order to figure it out. And and it was it must have been right around that area. That's what I lean towards for you. Know, uh huh. Okay. I'm not gonna die in that so I guess we're both. I guess we're both in the same uh, same boat when you do that. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I lean towards hey, I, I mainly, yeah. I mainly call because you say you needed somebody. You couldn't hear anybody, but uh, I'm glad yeah. that I talked to you. And uh, okay, you have a good day, Matt. You you too, man. God bless, brother. All, All right. right. Okay. All right. Now let's jump on with Ger Ger Gerald from Durham, North Carolina. Gerald, welcome here on the air. Hello, Vermother. Um, you've been talking for a while about the Quran and giving books and verses on where their discrepancies are. I bought a book of Mormon at uh, Goodwill a couple of weeks ago. And have you got any scripture that I can look at to see how far off they are as far as the Book of Mormon, Doctrine and Covenants, or Pearl of Great well, Price? Um, the Book of Mormon really doesn't have much Mormonism in it. And that, that's a lot of Mormons don't know that. But uh -huh. it teaches, for example, and you can go to my website and I'll tell you where the, the article is. Well, I'll just tell you right well, now. I looked quick. on that and they didn't have anything showing where it was in the books. Okay. 
Well, I was, just, yeah, I was I, looking for, you know, where Jesus and Satan were um, brothers. Hold, and okay. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So the Book of Mormon, let's talk about one thing at a time. The Book of Mormon really doesn't have Mormonism in it. Because Mormon, the Book of Mormon says there's only one God. The Trinity is one God. God is unchanging. God is spirit. It talks about eternal okay. hell. Condemns polygamy. And no it does not I find it. <laughs> because they're not in there. And in fact, it does oh. not have church organization, the plurality of gods, or plurality of wives, the word of wisdom, does not teach God's an exalted man, doesn't teach celestial marriage, does not teach uh, the men may become gods, or three degrees of glory, or baptism for the dead, or eternal progression, or ironic priesthood, or temple works of washing, anointing, endowments, and sealings. Okay. And the reason this is important, I'm telling, saying this because I know Mormons are listening, is that um, in the History of the Church, Volume 4, page 461 the book of mormon is the most correct book of any book on earth and a man can get closer to the precepts of god by following it than by any other book and so uh it, it doesn't even contain mormons in fact the book of mormon contradicts mormonism so what they do is they redefine the terms of the book of mormon to make it fit mormon theology so the issue however of them teaching uh, other things like three degrees of glory and other stuff what i would right. recommend you do is go to carm.org, C-A-R-M dot O-R-G, mm -hmm. and do forward slash cut for cut and paste. It's one of those things that kind of evolved, okay. and we use it. And uh, it just has a list of various things, and it's meant to be very quick. And there's documentation in there from Mormon sources of what they teach. All right? Okay, now, what is the title of that in CARM? Because I looked through there the other day, I went to six or eight different things and couldn't find that. Sure. Go to CARM.org, C-A-R-M dot O-R-G, forward slash the word cut, C-U-T. It'll forward you to a page, and it's cut and paste information, and it has... Stuff on abortion, atheism, COVID, homosexuality, Islam, Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormons, oneness, theology, relativism, Roman Catholicism, slavery, baptism. And so you can just click on the Mormon one. And it's just, you know, if you're to print it out, it's probably three or four pages. Okay. And there's some stuff well, in there. Well, that's kind of huge. So it, it's right there. And, okay. and you can go. And then if you want really a lot more information, you can just go to, uh, you know, karm.org forward slash Mormonism. All right? You just type that in, forward slash Mormonism. And I've written over 100 articles on Mormonism there. I think maybe it's 100. I don't know. Maybe it's 75. I haven't counted. All right. So there's a lot of stuff there. Okay. All right. I will look for that this, this evening then and see what I can find. Because okay. I All right. didn't find the list of things and if I can go to cut Mormon I should be able to find that then carm.org forward slash cut okay all right all right all right thank you very okay. much you have too. you blessed okay all right let's get this caller anonymous from Raleigh North Carolina welcome <laughs> on here hi Hi, good evening, my brother. I, I, I listen to every night, and thank you so much. Well, this was a comment or whatever, whatever, whatever but easy for me to say. 
uh, from last night. Um, I, I mean, no aspersions towards the, the, the man that, that's called you, uh, but it's just, it kept coming to mind. Uh, for me, it's been Proverbs 3, 5, 6, and, but more, uh, along with a lot uh, that, uh, forgive me, I don't remember talking about the verse, but I. But this is what I wrote down. Uh, uh, Here now, there's so foolish people without understanding, which have eyes and see not, which have ears and hear not. There are none so blind as those who will, and I put, choose not to see. Uh, the most deluded people are the ones, yeah, choose to ignore what they what they know. But he's. I was blind for over 50 years. I'm not the 60, well, 66, but uh, it's just Me recently too. where I, I'm walking in its truth. And it's, uh, it's, it's nothing I've ever felt in my life. And it's been beautiful. You know, it's just, as you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As it can be. Absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I never could imagine, man. I really couldn't. I tried everything, and nah. You know, well, I, so, I, I, but I hope you go to a good church. I hope, hope you go to a good church oh, yeah. and, and learn the good stuff. Uh, capital community. What? Go to capital community. I go capital? to capital community in Raleigh. Oh, oh I thought community you said Catholic. Church. Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you said Catholic no, community. No, wrong answer. Wrong answer. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's, uh, yeah, definitely. No, I'm. No, I'm just I'm a, like a buffet of the Lord. It's the tr- His truth, His truth, and that's what I appreciate about you as well. And I'm sure many do. I just want to thank you again. Okay. Well. Yeah. Praise God, and um, and I just hope by God's grace that uh, He blesses what's uh, what's said, you know, and and so praise God yeah. for Him. Okay. Yeah, all and right. the peace that passes all understanding fill you and your your lovely wife, your family, um, keep you safe in all that you do, every step you take. Um, may you feel his presence and his Holy Spirit fill you with, with unimaginable joy. Um, well, God bless you. We certainly need that, that's for sure. Well, thank oh, you. Oh, yes, sir. Okay. You're welcome. Well, thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, God bless. All right, man. Okay. Bye. Good night. All right. Woo, boy. Okay. Now, about the baptism stuff earlier, I know a lot of people listening, and um, sometimes I'm reticent to talk about this kind of stuff because I don't want to blow people out of the water. <laughs> no pun intended. But the thing is that we are often taught traditions, and when you go to the scriptures and you put flesh and blood on them, you go, wait a minute. And that's a fault that we often uh, have. And so when I talk about baptism, I've done a lot of reading and a lot of study on it over the years. Um, you know, I'm convinced that baptism can be by sprinkling, immersion, or, uh, or pouring. And I can make the case out of the scriptures, as I did with, I believe Jesus was sprinkled. And really, that's my opinion. And if you don't agree, that's okay. But I believe that's the case. And there's a theological reason for it, because the person or the thing that is anointed for work and for the use of God, the element is applied to the person. And aren't we the ones anointed by God? Yes, we are, First John 2.27. He anoints us as Christians. 
what is that? What is that anointing? And if you want, call me back tomorrow and say, what is that anointing? And I can talk about it. May the Lord bless you. Hey, by His grace, we'll be back on there tomorrow and um, we'll get to more stuff then. Hope to hear from you then and I also hope that you have a good evening. So may the Lord bless you and we'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless. Bye. Another program powered by the Truth Network.